Good morning, happy Sunday morning to you. We're going to have a reflection in a minute on Psalm 46, but before we do, um, I want to tell you a little story about Amir. I met Amir when I was in Israel last time, and um, he sent me this lovely message for Easter, just wishing me and my family uh, a blessed Easter from him and his family in Jerusalem, which is always special in some way. But his story connects with Psalm 46, he works for a Christian organisation and is a Palestinian. He works in finance. He's the head of a finance department for the organisation. And it's a very contended, difficult space. He's the wrong nationality. He's the wrong religion. And finance is always going to be difficult in that sort of environment. But his eyes really lit up uh, as he started to tell me about his mission. And... Uh, I said, so I guess your mission has to do with finance. He said, yes, it does have to do with finance. But he said, it's not really about that. He says, it's always about people. It's always about what God's doing with people. And he's so excited when he talked about what God was doing and how God works with people and how he constantly had to think and reflect really, really carefully on what his next step would be because it was always so tricky and so difficult. He said, my mission is I build things. And I thought, well, that's an interesting mission. He said, look, here, if, um, if you come from the wrong group, he said, uh, you can't get a job. And he said, if you don't have a job, you can't run a family, you, you can't get anywhere to live. And he said, you'll never get either of those things if you don't have any education. So he said, I build buildings. And he said, what I make sure happens is that these buildings are for Christians who otherwise won't get places to live anywhere else. And he said, I always design them so there's a large space where we can build or create a school. So he said, then I can employ the people who come and live there to work and to run the school. And he said, I make sure that we have other spaces where we can house a boutique small businesses so people can uh, have opportunities to get decent jobs. And then we create a whole culture and a whole marketplace within the actual building uh, that we've built. So people are getting jobs cleaning houses, washing clothes, and we put a medical clinic in and so on and so forth. So he said, yeah, I, I build buildings. That's my mission. And as I read Psalm 46 this morning, uh, and as today, just with lump in my throat, I celebrate Amir. Um, I can hear him uh, saying this psalm. 46, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change. It's always changing in his world. Though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city, and it shall not be moved or totter or shake. God will help it when the morning dawns. 
the nations may be in uproar, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And then the psalm, psalmist goes on in verse 10 to say these most famous of all words. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. I'll tell you in a minute why I can hear Amir saying that. But just the, there's two pictures carried in this psalm. The first picture is that of, um, of a city with a wall around it, a protected city, a city that is strong and a refuge, walled and protected, so that whatever comes against that city, there will be no fear. And look at the things that we're fearful about. We're fearful about change. We're fearful of shaking, roaring, foaming, tremble and tumult. We're fear of things within and we're fearful of things without. So I wonder this morning, is God my walled city? Is the city of God in my life built in a place where I think he's got this, we'll be okay. Have I invested in the foundations of building the city in the place where I will not fear? So as you think about fear, what are you fearful of, if anything at all, at the moment? What's concerning you? You can offer that now, right now, to the Prince of Peace who says, do not fear. Have no anxiety about anything, but pray and make your request known to God. So that's the first picture, the picture of the walled city. The second picture, you'll notice there is a river whose streams make the city glad. Now that would normally be a picture of a city, a walled city, where the river ran through the city from one end to another. So, of course, if you could defend the city gates where the river ran through, um, you'd, it would be a city that would be hard to topple because it would always have fresh water internally. In Jerusalem, particularly in the ancient city of David, uh, when you go there, it's built in the most bizarre, obtuse place, a really crazy place. It's built on a razorback ridge. And you think of all the places, and it's also built sort of halfway down the hill, not right on the top of the hill. And you think, why would you ever do that? And it's because of exactly what this psalm says, that the river whose streams make the city of God glad, the Gihon Spring, the underground river bubbles up right underneath the city of God and therefore makes the city uh, habitable, uh, secure, provisioned in the most vital uh, of resources, which is water. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. For this is where God dwells in this city and because of its provision 
of living water. It shall not be moved. God will be there. God will help it. And when everything's in uproar, it will know uh, stability. It will know the presence of God. It will know the refuge of God. I said to Anton, I said, Anton, uh, wow, what a life. I, it's hard to imagine his life. Like, I just live, I work, I do things, I go. But ev he had to think about everything. You know, his, his, his heritage was problematic. His, um, his education was, his faith was problematic. His, everything was sort of problematic and he had to be careful and thoughtful about absolutely everything. Amir, I should say, not Anton, Amir. And he said to me, he said, when I'm thinking about my mission, he said, the thing that I have to be is still. I need time to be still and reflect on what I'm doing and what all the implications are. A number of people have told me in this COVID-19 time that the thing that is hardest is to feel that stilling. Some people say it's a great opportunity to be still. Others are telling me they have no time to be still. The challenge, if we want to hear God who is exalted among the nations, God who is exalted in the earth, the God who is and has this, my real challenge, because I'm feeling agitated all the time, is to learn in this season to be still and to know that God has this and what that actually looks like. The Psalms are a great root in there. The scriptures are a great root in there where God talks about his presence with us and his refuge in which we can take refuge. So as you consider this, uh, just your blessings this morning, read Psalm 46, take the time particularly to just lay down whatever you need to lay down at the footstool of Lord. Together, would you help us be still and know who you are, know what you're doing, know that the Lord Jesus' death and resurrection is absolute, incontrovertible proof that you are ruling and reigning now and nothing can separate us from you because all that is yours is ours. So we lean into you this morning and pray for your comfort. In Jesus' name, amen.